Welcome. Today is uh, November 7th. It is uh, Deke and Greg. Um, we are recording this around 8 o'clock at night because we are insane people. Yes, we and, are. Uh, three, two, one, action. So here we go. Um, for many of you that don't know, this is obviously going to be dropped a week from today. Uh, but RIP, uh, rest in peace to uh, Roy Halladay. Uh, he was the Phillies pitcher. He was the Blue Jays pitcher as well. Roy Halladay is probably one of the most cerebral pitchers I, I ever watched in my life. Um, Roy Halladay was nasty, and yeah. rest rest in peace to him. I mean, he's definitely going to be someone that you're going to miss, obviously, especially for the game of baseball. This impacted yeah. a lot of people. Um, on a lighter note, I will say coming up later in the episode, I'm very excited to announce um, this is our first actual recording that will go out. Between me and Greg, uh, Greg and I have been practicing on this podcast for about a month and a half now, um, but we're very excited to announce that uh, I have the first interview chance with our chance with chance. <laughs> That's uh, a good precursor. Yeah, right that there. is. The, I had a chance to interview Chance Humphrey, um, street photographer. He owns the account Keep Pittsburgh Dope in downtown Pittsburgh, and he's part owner of the Creatives Drink Group. Uh, Creatives is um, kind of a networking event in Pittsburgh, and his street style photography has really taken off. Um, I'm super excited about that. I know that, Greg, you've met Chance before. What are you looking forward to in the interview? I, I'm actually kind of intrigued to get – well, first off, obviously this is a sports podcast, so I kind of want to get his opinion about sports in general. But obviously with the amount of work he does within the city of Pittsburgh, I want to get yeah. his take on how on what he has seen since Pittsburgh has kind of you know taken off in the last couple of years. Because especially he started when Pittsburgh was essentially – you know, I don't want to say we were we were a hidden gem, but I mean that that is kind of a great way yeah, to put yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and so like I kind of want to get his opinion on how far we've come and what he kind of sees moving forward now. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, and for like the record, I, he's an all around great guy too. Yeah, no, love chance, personal friend. Um, that'll be coming up very shortly, which I'm excited about. Um, but that leads us into kind of just talking about, um, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about the halfway point. What teams in the NFL? Um, have surprised you who have been uh, less than great? Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? So far at the halfway point, um, first off, the, the team that surprised me the most, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Really? I, yes, you know why? Because watching them play... Like six straight, right? Yeah, but you know what? Watching them actually play defense is something that I'm not used to. That's very true. <laughs> I, I picked them up in fantasy, which is a huge, huge uh, no-no. <laughs> it's been a no-no for probably the last, what, seven years? Yep. <laughs> I think I've been there. Since Bounty. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? It, it's kind of interesting. It, it kind of reminds me of what the Steelers did when they went 8-8 um, eight and eight all those couple years. They were kind of rebuilding the defense and getting a lot of younger guys in to take on bigger roles for them. Actually, the most surprising team for me in the NFL is the Rams right that's now. A, that's um, a good pick. McVay really turned that team 100% around. That team is playing out of their mind. Um, granted, they have the addition of Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins, but mm -hmm. really, it's all about Jared Goff growing. All right, so on that note, um, right now, I would like to um, cut to the interview uh, about to happen with Chance from Keep Pittsburgh Dope. Uh, we're very excited about it, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Three, two, one, action. All right. First, um, welcome to the podcast that has no name uh, interview portion. Uh, with me today is the mastermind behind Keep Pittsburgh Dope, um, half the creatives crew, uh, the most probably motivational person I've ever met to this day that actually makes you want to get up here and do shit. Uh, Chance, Chance Humphrey. Uh, 
that chance. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Here. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm a big fan of podcasts and big fan of sports, so that's what we're going to do. That is, and I mean, we, we literally are just limping through our first week here, so I'm glad you were the first person I could come through. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you're pretty much our guinea pig at this point. No doubt, but the so. setup is great. I wish everybody could see. Well, they will see. Yeah, they will see like, a little more. More, yeah. It, uh, we'll do more. We'll do more content and getting the video out of like where we are because it's kind of a obscure location mm-hmm. in the basement of our apartment building. Um, but you know, just to prove that we're actually in downtown Pittsburgh and that we're we're doing shit. Um, but before we get started with the interview. Uh, we're going to do three randoms. We are playing a Madden game because <laughs> Chance is weak. So I, don't, I, don't, I'm, I feel bad that I'm going to beat you in this. But uh, we're not recording the game, though, so it's all right. Oh. All right. Uh, I got Falcons, Niners, Ravens. I have to go Falcons. Okay, let's see what else I got. Cincinnati, Detroit, Ooh. and the Vikings. I'm going to take, take a fourth one, man. Ooh. Ah, the Browns, John. Chance gets the Cleveland Browns, John oh, Trilogy. John Trilogy. <laughs> about to show out. Yeah, man, so um, why don't you start off, since we got the game actually going, yeah. a little bit about Keep Pittsburgh Dope, a little bit about creatives, um, just like a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, definitely. Um, I started Keep Pittsburgh Dope about well, almost four years ago, almost, maybe, maybe three and a half. Um, you know, kind of fell into it. I had no... I had no aspirations of being a photographer. Um, I started a blog before I started Keep Pittsburgh Dope. Had a Did you really? Yeah. I didn't even know about the blog. Yeah, I had a blog when I was still in Beaver County, and then I had like a little team of like, had a couple of writers, a couple of photographers, and then we would come into the city and just like feature different artists mm-hmm. and events and stuff. But like, you know, with anything, like the my photographers weren't as, in, as, as invested, you know, so they would like bail me for photo shoots and stuff. And, I didn't shoot at the time, so I was just the best I could try. Oh, wow. And um, so, yeah, I decided to get my own camera, and, you know, if they bailed on me again, I could um, I could just wing it. I could just do it myself. Yeah. So, like, you know, it happened again. I had to do it myself, and uh, really kind of just fell in love with photography. And, you know, I was already kind of interested in fashion and style and stuff like that. Um, so around that time, I was spending a lot of time in New York, and I was just seeing a lot of the street style photographers kind of, like, really branding themselves on social media and stuff like that, and then it just kind of, a light bulb went on my head. It's like, nobody's doing that here. Yeah. Pittsburgh, so I was just like, I can be Pittsburgh street style photographer. And that's the big thing about Pittsburgh is it's kind of, I mean, it's definitely a small pond. Talk a little bit about, um, like, creatives, because I know, like, I've helped you guys a little bit with, like, the merchandise side of things, but talk about... I guess, like, how, how it started, really. Because a lot of people, I guess the biggest issue, I know the biggest issue for me with this, the biggest issue with people and what they do is, like, they don't know where to put their feet first. Right. And that's a big issue for people. But how did you get creative started, and what exactly is creatives today? Yeah, well, um, you know, me and Cody, um, Cody Baker, um, you know, we just had a uh, idea to kind of just some, for, just for something to do. We, you know, we were in that where it was just kind of, we were just sitting around, you know, not really, just thinking of ideas and stuff like that, but not really going out and really doing anything. But, um, yeah, it was, it literally spawned from me, you know, just having something to do and then how to kind of put a spin on it where people can actually get something out of it besides, you know, 
the party of celebration. Jesus, you got killed in the circle. But um, but yeah, me and Cody had an idea. We we had the the first creative drink, and it was it was originally um, creative drink two. Like yeah, a lot of people don't, and I don't know. Have you guys gone public with the story about one yet? Or is this like breaking yeah, yeah. news? Okay. No, just, yeah. We, 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 yeah, we've done. I'm just making sure I wasn't breaking news here. <laughs> the first to have it. Yeah, really. Like we, we, uh, I'm going for it. Man. Oh yeah, fourth and third, you have to. That's that's yeah, the But anyways, yeah. So tell people like because now we're about to be on CD nine. Right. CD one technically was just a get together, right? Yeah. Like well, just a brainstorm. Basically, well, the first one was at um, Howl at the Moon. Um, it was oh, like one dollar. Oh man, Larry Bear. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was one dollar drink tickets at Howl at the Moon, and it was kind of a nice turnout, you know, good vibes. And then we just kind of decided, you know, maybe we should keep this going. So the first one was called Creative Strengths Two T O O, and then that was our first. So we just decided to turn it into a uh, a series, you know, a thing that keeps that continues. So the next one was Creative Strengths Three. Which is See, I didn't know it was the T-O-O, too. Right. Like, just the little things like that I find funny. So where is it? Where does it stand today? So technically, we're on eight. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, to keep the oh, to keep the theme going, we call it Creative Drinks Nine. But, yeah, this is the idea, you know, um, our take on networking, um, you know, just bringing millennials in front of. You know, local beer distributors, local distilleries yeah. that they have never, maybe even heard of. You know, and that's the big thing about it is that you you give tables to these breweries, distilleries, and a couple restaurants and things like that, and it's free to get in. And right. people really, it is a night um, where people would be like, "Oh, I want a night of culture. I'm going to Heinz Hall. I'm going to the Benham. This is a night of our age culture to meet, to invent, to right. network a little bit. Mm-hmm. Basically, your name tag nowadays is your Instagram name. Right, yep. um, and I think that's the coolest part of it. And that's my favorite part about telling people about it is that, you know, I'm not Derek at an event. I'm Deke White. Right. That's my Instagram. That's how people know you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the coolest thing. Yeah, it's just like, exactly. It's just like seeing that person. You you, you follow on Instagram, but, um, oh, man, just to see. And, but like you said, like you see that person in person and mm-hmm. you only can you only know them by their Instagram name. So it's you introducing, Hey, you're at such and such. Yeah. And, you know. And yeah, that's a really that's a cool factor when you you know <laughs> um murder. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's pretty bad. It's still zero zero, so it's not <laughs> too bad. Um, so tell me like, cause we I know you played hoops. Growing up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, start your history of athletics, like from growing up. What was your favorite sport, favorite athletes, to high school to to uh, college ball? Yeah, it was always like I played. Um, I played football and basketball. Where'd uh, you go to high school? Hopewell, Hopewell High School. Okay. Is that Russell Show? Yeah, Russell yeah, Show. Yeah, he's okay. Um, it's like Greg's waving over there on the camera. Um, he knows everything about Pittsburgh athletes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's. I don't know what's going on with Russell now. But there's, he's he's one of very, a lot of Beaver County, uh, great athletes. Well, that whole area. You got what? Yeah. Alakupa's out there, right? Yeah, Alakupa. Um, they live towards there. And where is Clay? I don't even know where Clay is. But they, I know that those are the teams that are always in sit, yeah. single, double, like uh, Fact, the athletes out there. Great. But um, um, Tyler Boyd recently came out of there. Yeah, he's with the Bengals. Yeah, 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 he's with the Bengals now. Yeah, but okay. So you played. That's, oh, that's a good one. 
Your own three is Kaiser. So you played basketball and football in yeah. high school. Um, yeah, yeah, all my life. Football. Okay. I played. Fo- I loved football. I never. I was. I was honestly better in football. <laughs> like, what was your position? I was a wide receiver. I was really? always okay, tall. I could, I could catch. And I just, I hated it. I hated everything about it. I hated practice. Yeah. I hated the elements. I hated well, getting the, hit. I mean, the grind of that sport, every every sport has their grind. But the grind of football is so different than any other sport. Because it's not, like, I would, I played soccer. That was yeah. the only sport I ever really played. I love basketball, but I don't play soccer. I would leave soccer practice and complain that we ran, like, three miles that day. And I look at the football guys, and there's one guy in the middle of the circle. And they're just calling out numbers. And he has to turn find the guy that's about to come smack. To come smack. I'm like, yo, that is that is a different everything. Yeah, like, like that's you, just a different everything than any other sport. It's it crazy. Is. It's great. You gotta like that. Like, yeah. To do that, you come gotta to practice every day. And uh, and do that, you know. But I was but I was good. Like yeah. I, I, I was really. But then ninth grade came, and I was just like, I would see the basketball players, and I'm like. The older guys, they would come to practice in their cars, and like they would have to get dirty. And yeah. like, I don't know, it was just because I already played, so it was just something about seeing the older guys show up for practice. Well, like this is gonna sound really geeky, yeah. But the reason I picked chorus over band is because I didn't have to bring an instrument to school. Like I was just like, oh, I don't care too much. It's not the craft; it's everything else. Right. It's a lot like of it's a lot of stuff. So. Um, but all right. So did you get? Um, College offers or like how did that whole process? Well, right. So like I was my I, I, my hopes, if anything, were would have been in football. I just hated. I yeah, just hated. yeah, yeah. So I was in basketball. What I I think I got in one game, one varsity game as a sophomore. Okay. And then like you know I played JV, like your typical high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like ill, but I was good. But um, I didn't really start playing until like my junior and senior year, and then my senior year, all the other seniors left. So it was like, but um. But yeah, I was like a six three point guard. It was it was dope. I couldn't really. It was cool. Um, I really don't know why. I guess I was. I oh, think I was the only option. Come on, Freeman. Oh, that's back. First touchdown. Of first the game. touchdown. It's first. I'll first bring guess it with the first touchdown. Yeah, I'll bring it back. You're good. Um. Uh, so go on. But yeah, I uh, I literally got only. Two oh, options. by the way, we do have one rule. Um, when you crack a beer, mm-hmm. you have to name a movie quote. Everyone has to guess the quote. All right. Okay. Like, like Tiger Woods and his daddy. Uh, what is the water for? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm, I love movies, man. I'm yeah. Like, What's your favorite movie? Um, definitely Training Day. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Yeah, man. man it's, I feel like that's an underratedly great movie. Because when you know people that have seen it and love it, uh, it's good. But like, if I went to my brother and said, you see Training Day, he'd be like, oh, what's that? Like if you see it, you know, you know what it is, yeah. right? And I think like if you were old enough around that time, like you remember, like I don't know, it was just a part of that pop culture for that maybe that yeah. year, like you know King Kong, yeah, yeah, you know all that yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, that's my favorite movie. The shower scene always gets me. Um, <laughs> it's even, just a great movie, even though I've never seen it. But um, but yeah, I wasn't too great. Of, I mean, I was okay. I uh, I was a high school all star, but like. Yeah. I got I got offers from Penn State Beaver, which was like money. <laughs> yeah, I love the you know the coach I had at Penn State Beaver. Yeah. Oh my god, here we go. That is a freaking stallion. Oh right my god, let's go. That was ah. <laughs> scored. But, yeah, um, Julio just went yard, <laughs> seventy four yards. Jesus. <laughs> but long story short, went to Penn State Beaver. We won our first. Uh, we won the first, what's it called? Like, Q 
swag chain here. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, for the school. So that was cool. And then, but yeah, sports all my life. So, so um, who are your, who your idols growing up? Like, they don't have to be in a specific sport. Like, who on the, the sports spectrum did you say, wow, I like their swagger, I like their being, I like that dude, like, I looked up to them? Funny story. I was a, um, I was a real, this is random, but I was a real big Joe Dumars fan. Really? I don't know if you know Joe Dumars. Yeah. I was a big fan of Joe. Clapping because he knows Dumars. Yeah, I'll never forget the day he became, like, I was watching, I don't know if you guys remember Inside Stuff. It used to come on NBC, like, Saturday mornings. It was, like, Amar Rashad. Who, which was weird to me because I had a Marv Rashad football card. He was a wide receiver for the Vikings, but he hosted this NBA show called right. Inside Stuff with um. But what was that show on Nickelodeon with the big head and like contestants would have to figure it out? Figure it out. It was called yeah. Figure It Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Figure it out. Summer Sanders. It oh was, yeah, yeah. Summer. It was a Marv Rashad and Summer Sanders. People who didn't play basketball hosting this basketball show. Contestants had to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Joe Dumars, they had some highlights. Yeah. What about like uh, Pittsburgh guys? Is there any Pittsburgh athletes growing up, or, or I mean, even yeah. nowadays? Oh, like, well, definitely like Cordell. Was like, yeah. You know, when I was oh younger. yeah, you were uh, zombie Cordell. Yeah, was zombie, zombie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cordell, Cordell Cord- Stewart. Yeah, Cordell Stewart out here. That's um, a good caution. He wasn't the greatest, but like, <laughs> I just remember like my uncle loving him because he yeah. was a wide receiver, and I remember him. Getting that full time spot, I mean, my, my uncle being real excited, and I was like, "Well, he was. I mean, he he wasn't the greatest in the history of the sport, obviously. Right. Like few are, but he was good yeah. at the time. He was serviceable, and he was he was a, just a good quarterback. I mean, he was. Uh, so, did you have anybody uh, in your family or friends or anybody in athletics that you kind of were were uh, you pushed each other? Like, how did that go with you? Was it all yourself? Funny, yeah. It was all like my. Um, it was only me who was kind of in the sports. In my family, like my mom yeah. played, my mom played like a year of basketball, like eighth grade, and she wasn't mm-hmm. really big on stuff like that. We, we were all tall, but they weren't athletic. Really? But um, my dad's a little athletic, but he didn't really play. Uh, it was just really me. Um, my cousins really are real religious, and like they really didn't uh, get into it like that. But so it was just kind of just me. But, yeah. So uh, go through. I mean, college. Yeah. You. Uh, you ended up going to Beaver, correct? Yeah, went up, ended up going to uh, yeah Penn State Beaver. Had two years there, played basketball, um, and then you know my major was broadcast, so I couldn't stay all my four years at Penn State Beaver. So I had to go to the main campus. Was that after two? Yeah, after yeah, okay. two. Um, I didn't play basketball. One thing I regret is not trying out for like uh, Penn State main team, like you know, yeah. D one. That's one thing I kind of regret, but. Yeah, that's why. I mean, a lot of the time, it's just just try out, just try because yeah. then you won't regret it later. And I feel you on that because right. there's a ton of people that just say, "Oh no, that's X Y Z. That's you know," but you you regret it later on. Right? I do. Just to, I just I regret it now just to see if I could have kept up or just yeah, to see yeah. if I could have made it. You know, but I just I was so set on just being a student because like my whole life consisted of like getting ready for sports. It was just like yep. summer. You're you know, basketball. Did, basketball. It, did you feel kind of relieved when it was done? But yeah, you, okay, I did. yeah, I did. It was just like I, I don't have to get up at seven. You know, <laughs> you know, crazy stuff. So it was kind of relief. But now it's like, man, maybe I could play hard at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, so so you're at Maine. Uh, did you play in the murals? Did you try anything different? Ah, I'll let you go. 
So you're at Maine, yeah. Intramurals, um, did you still play? Did you still um, watch? Time yeah, time? yeah, we would play. Uh, I, I never, I didn't get into the serious intramural, but we would just go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, that campus is so huge, it was always people. The intramurals the and the pickups were probably the same. Right, so it was just like, we would go to the gym, and it was always a thousand guys, whatever. But, um, but yeah, just play for fun once I got to Maine. When you were at school, what did you think you were going to be doing? You know what I mean? Like that whole, I'm going to do this yeah. and this job. I wanted to be the Black Ron Seacrest, man. <laughs> Seriously. like I, That's I, tight. I like that. I really, uh, I had a set on that. And I wanted to, I wanted to be in Miami. Like, I remember. Like, like a host of all things, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought I would be doing radio and, and doing TV and sponsoring all Which one did you like more, radio or TV? Oh, well, radio. I mean, really? I saw TV as a dream as far as. Cause I didn't, okay, I got you. You know, just. I would be on TV from the radio. Yeah. Just like yeah. Secret, you know. But uh just like Secret. Yeah. Two minute warning, by the way. Two minute warning. That's seven funny. seven, I'm on the two yard line. Wow. That's the new stadium right there? Yeah, so in Madden they actually have the new uh dome with all the big screens in it, which is this is horrible radio happening right now, but I got no, no idea. <laughs> yeah, I love this man. This, this is going smart. dude, this is going way better than I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> Mainly because I'm about to win. Oh. But, all right, so you get out of Penn State. Uh, what was your next move? Uh, well, like I didn't even. Um, yeah, well, this, I I didn't. Le- well, speaking of leaving, like I didn't leave Penn State by choice. Like I had a I had a financial struggle. Uh-huh. It was it was going into my senior year, and um, I had to come home. So I, I'm like I'm embarrassed. I'm just all these feelings where it's just like, you know, all my friends are like about to finish out their senior year. Yeah. And How I'm close like, were you? I had one year left. One year left, and I'm like, all right, uh, I'll get to go back. But I had to come home. I was really embarrassed. I had to get like a loan office job. I was, you know, just like some typical shit. And I don't know if I can swear. But you can, yeah, damn yeah. fuck. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll cough it out if we don't have. My mom probably gonna be on this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll it, but. but um, so yeah, so I, that and that's how I, that's how I kind of fell into what I do now. It's just being that and trying to figure it out. Yeah. What I want to do, you know, so. Yeah, but I mean, I want to talk a little bit too about, and we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll go full circle. We'll draw some sports into it. But I was with you the day that I think it was your last, like, job job, right? On yeah. St. Patrick's Day where you were at the restaurant and then, oh, yeah. I mean, that had to yeah. be a big realization for you where you, you were just like, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm giving everything to street style, right? Right. I mean, basically. Yeah, it, it was kind of already at that point and that job was just like. You know, this photography stuff is not hold me all the way afloat. Yeah. So, you know, so I had to do that. But um Yeah, that, it was kinda that day where it's just like yeah. I'm not I'm And not I could feel it in you after where it was just you were I mean you were just ready at that point. You said, you know what, I'm ready to put my full effort into this. I'm in a good place mentally, physically, emotionally, that I can and that's a motherfucking pick. Oh. Let's go. A minute left. Pick back, fourteen yard line. We in this anyways. Yeah. So no, that was just I felt at that moment was when you decided, hey, you know, this, this is not my future. It is not baloney. Okay. This is a real thing. It's Sean Patrick's butt. I think I just yelled so loud. Yeah, Craig's <laughs> crying a little bit. He's got to chill out. <laughs> uh, no, but talk about so like when you first decided, this is my life now. What, I mean, what were you feeling? What made you aside from the job and everything? What what made you feel like you were ready? Um. Just well, not even feeling. Just knowing that, like, I, I'm. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. It was just like not even. 
Oh, thank God. But not even knowing I'm ready, it was just like, I uh, kind of realized in my back, like, yo, people care about, you know, what I do, and, like, I can really be all about this, and, like, there's no time for anything else, but, um, but, yeah, it's just, and I'm happy I made that decision, you know, of course you had your ups and downs and things like that, but, um, yeah, I'm glad I made the decision to stick with it, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we all are. Yeah. You've been, and you have been in the past, um, you've been going to schools, and you've just recently yeah. did another school. Talk a little bit about that, if you could. But yeah, basically just reaching out, just me explaining about what I do, basically telling them my story yeah. about you know how everything got started. I think at that age, that's a big impact too. Yeah, it, it it really is. Just you know, and I think the teachers know that, and that's why they you yeah. know, and like just you know, just seeing someone, someone who dresses like them, and someone's on a someone and who they see dressed like they're like, all right, yo, like I'm watching the NBA, I'm watching what LeBron's wearing, I'm watching what Draymond's wearing, I'm watching what Steph's wearing. And to see you walk in there, and that they they think to themselves, because I remember growing up, and people come in, I'd be like, "Yo, I want to be that guy." Right. Like that guy's wearing what I want to wear. He's doing what I want to do. I want to be that guy. And I think for someone that's not in corporate America to do that right. is is way different than what I'm used to, mm-hmm. and it's it's probably life changing for them. Uh, I'm, I, I, we'll see. <laughs> um, have yeah. you have any of them? I mean, how long have you been doing that? Have you been doing it enough that some of them now follow you and hit you up on Instagram yeah. or something? Like, yeah. This the last one I did. Um, I had a kid. I had a kid come up. Like, I want to be just like you when I grow. You never know what you know. It could just be like something they saw on the Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. someone said on Disney Channel, and they were like, "Yo, I'm saying it." But I don't know. But it was just cool to hear someone say that, and just I had a I had a kid email me and just. A lot of spelling errors, and it was just like, <laughs> it was like, man, like, okay, so this is really doing something. But yeah. yeah. But definitely, I feel like it's, it's definitely changed my life. Well, then, what else have you, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about that you've been doing like the kid thing that is, is cool? I know that, um, I mean, you do stuff with uh, Reed Pittsburgh, right? And then you've been with Mayor Perduto and Pittsburgh Dad about that kind of project. Uh, talk a little bit about that and kind of talk about what, the opportunity has brought you outside of yourself. Yeah, uh, definitely. And that was, um, that was, it's, and again, it's literally going back to like, going, like following your ideas, just like this podcast. So it's like, that, that Pittsburgh Reads, that was my idea. Like, yeah. it was literally thinking of going back to uh, junior high, middle school, and like thinking about seeing like Tony Hawk with a book, like, it says read real yeah, big. Yeah, all the scholastic yeah, ones. Yeah, I, rem- I remember seeing that and like, what I, was, I had the idea, like, what if we did that with Pittsburgh influence? So that was your idea from the start. Then. Yeah. I didn't see, I don't think I knew that. I thought it was a library thing. No. So it, that's it, amazing. Yeah, it was literally just me Googling how to do a correct pitch and like yeah. how to make this legit. Um, and it is 21 7 and a half. Yes, and it's your ball. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> all right, go on, go on, go on. So, you might know it because. As soon as it's posted, I don't know if you saw it, but I'll put it in the sugar and water. Um, 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 Men in Black, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that quote, yo. That dude used to scare the shit out of me, yo. He was so scared. I was terrified. Of oh, him. my God. Um, dude, I love him as Hunter. Yeah, he was. He's that dude. Yeah. But Vincent D'Onofrio, he was. Uh, yeah. So what other, I mean, uh, talk a little bit about um, the culture of Pittsburgh. 
Like, let's do that because I know we really haven't touched too much on it. Um, where it is, where it was, and your part in it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, I just feel like we're, like, hot, like, on the cuffs of being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of, like, hearing about Pittsburgh and, you know, a couple features, but I, I feel like we're, I feel like we're in a, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're in a gray space right now. Um, you know, I know my goal was, I can't, and I've talked to Cody, and I can't really speak for Cody, but I know my goal was, you know, I'm a big fan of Drake, and, like, Literally, that's culture, man. The only reason I I cared about Toronto was Drake, like, and I feel like Drake single handedly did that. Like, I, I you know single handedly make made Toronto cool and like wanted people to go there with his you know OVO festivals and you know his music, of yeah. course, but and just him and just the moves he's made business wise and like, and I saw it. I was like, man, like. I want to be in the mix of that for Pittsburgh. Like, I want Pittsburgh to be a destination where it's cool. Like you got to get there. We, you know, I just wanted Pittsburgh to have that vibe, and I feel like um, I've been a part of that in yeah. some way. You know, along with many other people, but I just feel like I've been a part of that mix. But okay, Pittsburgh is kind of cool. We, we got to do this. Uh, so our fantasy league. I do want to talk <laughs> about that real quick. Yeah, um, I've given up. I I, See that the okay. The only problem I have with you right now is that I told you fix your lineup, and we talked about this, and you were cool with it. Well, it's not. It's not even about me. It's literally not even about me losing. Oh, that's a fumble, Matt Ryan. Oh yeah. Because um, you played my girlfriend this weekend. Yeah. And you just played guys on a bye. It's literally not. It's literally. Uh, can I tell you the truth? Yeah. It's literally not even. It's literally like me having space on my phone. <laughs> it's really like, all right, what's gotta go right now? Yeah, but I told you at the beginning of the year, Fantasy. I said, I said, if you need help, message me, yeah. and I'll switch your lineup for you. It's, I can, I can still win. I can still come back and win. Yeah, you can't. You have a better record than Cody. Yeah. It, I mean, talk about your first fantasy, because that's my big thing. My my big calling card is fantasy football. That's where I, I do a lot of my time, my, my everything. Talk about your first experience, really, kind of in fantasy. Like, yeah. you enjoy it at least. I like, did. Like, yeah. I, I, I well, honestly, you, you, you were there first six weeks. Yeah, I was like, I was into it. Like, I was watching games that I would never watch and like telling bartenders to turn on shit. <laughs> Literally, like, yo, because like, just knowing that the player that is on your team is playing at the yeah. right moment and you're rooting for him, and I don't know, it was really addicting. And I have addictive personality anyway, so it was just like. It's something you get into, and it was something I was like, "Yo, if this was, if I was doing this for money, this would not be this fun. Like, it would, it, it would be fun, but yeah, it's a different thing because, like, like I know that I'm in two money leagues, and yeah. a lot of people were like, I, I don't consider it really gambling. I consider it because both leagues I'm in have been long-standing leagues with friends of mine. Yeah. So it's just you know the winner wins something. But so let's talk. All right. So you said you're a pretty competitive guy. Real competitive. Yeah. Um, Talk a little bit about the competitive side of, of sports and how that drives you and keeps it competitive. Because yeah. that is the main reason I really like this concept is that so many people that were athletes or are athletes are doing such awesome things mm -hmm. that there has to be some connection. So where does that get you in your, your photography and your yeah. business model? It definitely, um, it definitely helps a lot. Because, yeah. like, you know, I don't, I don't really I don't talk about this stuff on, like, Instagram, but like when I'm by myself, 
and like I'm listening to music. Like I talk shit to myself. Dude, it's music's like, the most key thing in sports ever. Yeah, and it's just like being competitive, like you know, just seeing other photographers and just like really just trying to. Yeah. Because sometimes photographers don't even know that you're looking at them. Like they might not have a lot of followers, da 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 da, but you're looking at them for inspiration because you're trying to, you know, you may feel like their photographers on another level, but. I'm just I, I compete with myself and other photographers. I feel like who I want to be like artistically, or um, I guess it's not artistically, but um, technically, like, uh, yeah, like yeah, technically, yeah. yeah, like just how they do things. But um, but I, I definitely you know hype myself up. I'm the man, blah, 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 you know that, yeah. that that comes with sports and everything like that. Do you feel that when you're like, is it creative? Keep it for dope. Is like do you, you get that you know what feeling I'm talking about? Yeah, definitely. It's, it, I feel it when I'm about to post a bomb picture on Instagram. Like, <laughs> like I feel it with that. You just watch the likes crawl up. Yeah, it, it, well, it's just like <laughs> I like I love this picture so much I can't wait to share this. Yeah. Like it's just like I can't wait for people to see this. And like it's literally sometimes it just be me. It's and like definitely can get crazy. Like it's just be like yo, I can't wait to put this out. But um, definitely get that with creatives. Oh, what a catch! Oh, wow. Yeah, um, yeah and you get that before yeah. events, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah just like see, like, yo, the people gonna love Or just to see the reaction. Cody gets a little bit more nervous, but, like, just to see, like, it's gonna be all right. Like, everyone's gonna fucking love it, but it's just, like, just to see the reactions. Yep. And, you know, just like a game. Just like for a game. And that's what I think is the cool thing about being an athlete throughout your life. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, once you're an athlete, you're not just done. Right. Like, once you play a sport, that's that's ingrained in your head. Right. And just like your boy Kobe, I just watched this thing with Kobe. <laughs> I love that quote. If that's yeah, well, I, he was on Complex. Uh, he, yeah. he, he, with, with Kendrick, uh, Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. And like just how he talked about his next years of his life, yep. like totally removed from basketball. He's like, I'm trying to accomplish, you know, this TV he said, and production uh, and whatever. Basketball was the greatest thing I did with my life. My life was a play. Right. That's what, exactly. That's exactly what he said. Yep. And I was like, Kobe's, Kobe's oh my the most God. influential human in my life. Yeah. Ever. That he. Uh, He's just a different breed. Like you were saying, he just he's just different. Like he yeah. just cut different, man. Just the Are you ready? Uh. I'm fixing a divot. We talked about this. We talked about this movie earlier and it took me a while to think of a quote that you might not get from it. Fixing a I'll divot. toss I'll toss some names that are in it that aren't main names. Larry Bird is in it. Bill Murray is in it. Oh my God! Bugs Bunny, Bunny is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fixing a chip. Yeah. What is it? I don't remember that part. I called a timeout. You were getting down here. Oh, so the chunkier know. dude. Do you remember his name at all, Greg? Uh, I think it's like it's Wayne. Wayne. Son- Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne yeah. So he. Yes. Or no, Newman was his name at the time. But yes. Yeah. So he uh, is trying to find Michael in the hole. Uh, so he's digging into the golf hole, mm. and the guy's like, "What are you doing?" He said, I'm fixing a divot. So the guy goes, oh, okay. He's fixing a divot. Back okay. to him. Because we talked about my secret stuff earlier. Yeah. So I was trying to think of a quote that came about that. But okay, that was good. That was Goddamn. Good. I just saw Bill Murray. Bill Murray has the most obscure roles. He was in, um, I was watching um, House of Wonderland, Peter Griffin. Uh, the second one? Is he in that? <sighs> That's Jeff Dan. Oh, my God. Run it back. He's about to get his second pick six. Second pick six for Jones, baby. Wow, I was right there. I was, I was about to win. Wait, he's in the second one. Yeah, he I has to see that yet. I don't. He has a moment where he like, there's like this time god, and he like takes his time, and like 
Bill Murray like just dies. They flash to him. It's <laughs> Bill Murray like eating soup and he dies. I was like, it's Bill Murray, man. But he's Zombie Land. His role in oh Zombieland? yeah, yeah. He's oh, amazing. <laughs> that was great. He uh, plays a great zombie. Yeah, he's a he's a genius in that movie. He was played nine million in the Riviera last week. Yeah, just watch that one. I think that movie is funny. Uh, so talk a little bit yeah. more about sports in your culture, because that's I mean the main draw of this is like like to find out you know you played sports, um, yeah. what you're doing, kind of just how it ties in really. Mm-hmm. I mean, de- I would say definitely like the I would say definitely the, the competitive drive, like you know outside of sports, just like yeah. continue to get better and continue to like crush your competition, but not like you know, but just literally fun competition and. I would definitely say I would say camaraderie, uh, camaraderie, you know. Well, That's a big thing people miss too. Yeah. I miss the team aspect, which I I feel very strongly when we get a creative meeting or right. creative something. It's like, all right, we have our team. Here we go. We exactly. got everybody here. And that's where I'm more so feel like because I would keep this with, with like the straight style. It's just me. Yeah. And like whatever I see. Did you play any individual sports growing up or anything like that? No, I was I always wanted to be on the swim team though. Yeah. But it was always the one. That's a weird dynamic winner. too. Yeah, it was like always. tennis team, swim team, track team, where it's we are a team, but when I'm out there, I'm gonna bust your ass. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, it is a team, but it was just like it's just you and yeah, the, you know, hundred like five other people, but um, that you're going against. But uh, I always wanted to do swimming, but it was always on basketball team. Yeah. I honestly, I would always think to myself, I can do swimming. One of my best friends in high school, uh, he would swim, and I was like, I could do that. And I went to one of their meets, and him and his relay shattered the uh, high school record. I was like, fuck, I can't do that. <laughs> like, like yeah. they're swimming. Like, they're not just out there. They're, they're sharks, dude. Right. I was like, that is insanely awesome. Holy hell. But, um, yeah. It, 45 left, baby. Just warn you. All right. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm down by nine. But 28-17. Two pick sixes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not even, I'm not even sweating. No, I got a good feeling. All right, so let's talk a little bit about yeah. uh, current NFL. Who do you want to talk about in the NFL now? Um, I wouldn't mind starting with your boy Deshaun Watson, because yeah. you were hype on him before anyone else I've ever met with. I was. I saw him. You benched Tom Brady. Tom Brady in fantasy. Yeah, it was in and, and he showed and up. Beat Greg. Yeah, yeah, that was a great week. Oh, he, that was the game that he ran for the forty yard. Mm-hmm. Oh my. What's up, brother? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. That was our uh, building owner, uh, Cole. Dopey. That's him? Yeah, dopest week ever. Like Love him. Man. Yeah, so Watson. Uh, yeah, Deshaun, man. That's, uh, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know I didn't know Deshaun Watson. You know, I knew, uh, of course, I knew he was a man in college, but, you know, we didn't know what he was going to do with the NFL. I literally started him that night because he was playing. And that was his first start. Right, it was his first start. We were going to be watching the game. Yep. I just wanted something. And that's another thing I like about fantasy is that it makes us just sitting there watching the game way more exciting. Right. Like, it's so much better that we can just be like, all right, you know, the game's on. Who do I have planned? Oh, I got these two guys. All right, here we go. Yep. Definitely. And, like, he, he did well that night. And, like, it wasn't a – I think they still lost. They did, but yeah. he had a good game. But uh, but it wasn't a fluke, as we saw. Like, yeah. he continued to, like, you know, do some things. And he had an unfortunate injury, uh, which is – everyone's getting injured, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, Rodgers is out. Um, you got JJ Watt. The all IR team is insane. But you got Barry Rogers. Um, who can help me out over here? Greg Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is out. Um, Greg Olson was out. OBJ. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, that's a huge one. Oh, what a big one. 
No, just so many people. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson, week one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of big names out this year. It's oh, yeah. sad. It really is. Because I like, if, if there were no such thing as injuries, I think that's the greatest thing ever to be in the NFL. Yeah. Just to have everybody out there all the time. Um, yeah, who else do you watch in the NFL? I mean, of course, the, you know, the Browns, I mean, Steelers. I'm kind of upset with Martavis Bryant, man. He, he is coming back this week. And and Coach Tomlin said that he served his suspension correctly, and they're going to get him in the game for them this week. So next, yeah. this week you'll see Juju, A.B., Martavis Bryant, Bradley Chubb, Ben obviously going to be in the game. But, yeah, no, I feel you. Like, do you want to go into a little bit about that? Yeah, I just didn't like – like, I I get where he's coming from, but um, I just don't think he's in a place to say it public. I mean, like, where, you know, I'm not getting – like, yo, you let your team down like a whole yeah. year, bro. Like, if they, didn't That's even, if they decide not to give you the ball the whole year, I'm like, what can you say? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, come on, man. When the team sticks with you off of something you did wrong, it's frustrating for him to turn around. And you know what? Yeah. He is an alien. He's a freak athlete. And I've gone in with a lot of people where I'm like, yo, they, they need to suspend him for a game. Like, yeah. they stood with him during the suspension, and he still can. I don't care. It's just a thought of person. I forget who I was talking to this about, but uh, I just feel he falls in the, he falls in that category of uh, dope stealer. Like we think, if we get, we have San Antonio home, awesome for us, and then like he kind of you know he gets released or traded, falling off the face of the earth. Yep. Mike Wallace, I don't you know he wanted that young money, him Sanders and AB. Yeah, and then he you know he kind of falls off. You know yeah. he probably has moments, but like. I just feel like Martavis is going to be that next guy who had, like, the potential to be yeah. dope with us, and then he gets traded or released, and then he kind of just falls off. I think he's that next steal, obviously, that we forgot. Like, Yancey Thigpen. Yancey Thigpen had yeah. mad years, like, dope years, and he went to the Titans, and then, like... Thigpen's a big name. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened to Thigpen. Um, what other teams do you like? I mean, obviously Watson, but, like, teams themselves, is there units you like? Like, this team's offense, that team's defense? Man, I wish I wish I was that deep. Like I wish I wish like uh, I knew all the ins and outs of our defense. But I just know. I will say, watch Jacksonville. Yeah. They're okay. a joke of a team year in and year out. Yeah. And they finally have the best defense in football. Yeah. Because they got Jalen Ramsey out of FSU mm-hmm. and AJ Boye from the Texans. They just picked up Calais Campbell. Um, they have a sick roster. Jalen Ramsey, he a D back. Okay, yeah, I yeah. heard. Okay, he yeah. used the the prime time comparison. He came out of Florida State. Very good guy. He actually was the one who got in a fight with AJ Green this past week. I heard you're saying he's like one of the best cornerbacks. As a rookie, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, so developing just, quickly as probably gonna be the best. Like he just he just is. And him next to Boye, it's unbelievable. They um, still got the they still got the hope of Walter Russell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played he was the man. Do you watch Penn State guys more than everyone else? No. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, man. Like I went to Penn State, but like Penn State football fans are weird, man. It's a cult. Like, I, it, personally, it's, it's a cult. And I, it's I don't a knock cult, it at all, man. Like it's it's some it's weird. It's weird how you how fan, how the fans are. But, do you uh, do you watch any college stuff? What not not like I used to, man. Like I was talking to my friend. He was like, "Yo, you're so far removed from <laughs> basketball. You people don't even know you play." But uh, when I can, but like I just you know I know what Penn State's doing right now and. Barkley. Shaquan Barkley is a freak. Um, yeah. Sadly, the Heisman uh, pretty much is just based on what your team will do mm-hmm. um, or can do or does or anything like that. Like, obviously, if it's, if you have a performance that's just untouchable, it does. 
So bas- I mean, let's yeah. go basketball. Who, who's your team in basketball? Uh, you went to a game for preseason, right? Yeah, I mean, my team for basketball is any team that LeBron. Uh, any team that acquires LeBron is my team. I used to have <laughs> Brett, the Brett, um, mutual friend of ours, used to say, "I'm not a Heat fan. I'm a fan of whoever Heat at." <laughs> Yeah, that's like great. that is honestly a popular that's thing. That's good. I never yeah. heard that. I'm not man. a Heat fan. I'm a fan of whatever Heat at. Yeah. And uh, that is such a thing for that's. I find that funny about Pittsburgh basketball right. fans. We don't have a team. Yeah. Uh, I've been a Lakers fan since intermediate school with my buddy Austin when he was a Lakers fan. And you know what? The weirdest thing is that we like players more than teams. Right. We just do. And it's I don't blame it. We don't got a team. So never had a team. Like I'm trying to think who it was before. It's always been. I always like Joe Dumas. Yep. I was like Jordan, but like I got, I caught like the tail end of Joe Dumars when I was actually like conscious. Yeah. Like but um, you like AI coming up there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say AI was, the culture. was my yeah, because like we all had like the finger bands for no reason. Yep. Like the finger bunch buttons. It was just like we had everything AI. I forgot about the yeah. AI fantasy players. Oh my god, we had the shit. What do you think about the um, the culture? I feel like culture nowadays is pulling more from sports. And I feel like a lot of the athletes like Russell Westbrook, Melo, LeBron himself, um, are are leading the culture, not just being a part of it. Yeah. Like, do you see that same thing with most athletes? Um, not most. I would say LeBron. Like, they're they're kind of just yeah, like, yeah, quirky. Like, yeah, that's like a few of them. But at the same time, like, at the I know, same I've been time, from this whole yeah, place. Yeah. I know I'm trying to get a sponsor by now. So it's hey. just like. Shout out every podcast. Yeah, shout out Lion's Head all and day. Kingstar Plastics Indeed. and IC Mango. All of them. And shout out whatever you're wearing and whatever. <laughs> oh, shout for one too. Yeah, ah, shout out for one too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think it's a select few, but some, but at the same time, like I don't um, going back to Penn State, Jared Audrey. Um, okay. He was on a podcast I listened to called Brilliant Idiots, and he he made a good point. You know, it's great that LeBron. Um, I, I don't quote me, but it, it, it just—I don't. It doesn't come from a place of. I feel like really caring about the cause sometimes, and like, you know, Colin Kaepernick was doing. He was kneeling since last year, and like, it was only people only got on board when when Donald Trump came out against the NFL. Yeah. Like, if that was the case, like, Colin Kaepernick's re, uh, Colin Kaepernick's cause was never. Towards the, you know the NFL or anything like that, yeah, it was towards it was a certain stop killing my people. Right, and it was just like now you gotta say something. Where that made you say something because this crazy for like that made you speak out against you know. What do you think about the politics? I mean, the way that I liked, I enjoyed um, Mellow CB3 um, Wade and LeBron stepping into the ESPYS and talking about it, yeah. and a lot of people say you know um, it's it's interesting to me because a lot of people will say shut up and do your sport. A lot of people will say, um, you know, shut up, stick to politics, right. shut up and stick to saying, shut up and stick to act, whatever it is. Do you like the fact that politics are in sports, or do you feel like there's just a need for it happening in sports? Because sports, for a lot of people, is an escape. Yeah. Like a lot of people go to it to get away, but Facts. now it's intertwined. It's a thing. Facts. I mean, I, I, I totally I totally understand that. But, at, you know, at the same time, I don't rebuke what, like, Colin Kaepernick did. or I still don't rebuke LeBron James and yeah. them standing up. Um no, I I think I think it should because like I just feel like it it really it's supposed to be uncomfortable like you're yeah. granted you know it isn't as forces an escape but like this is real life shit and if it has to come onto a, a children's game which football is which basketball is it's yeah. a, 
it's a it's a sport. It's not you know, you just happen to do it very well. But um, it's still a children's game that people make millions of dollars for. But at the same time, I get the I get the thing of it being like a skate. But at the same time, these are still real life problems. Like these millionaires and me not being a millionaire and other people. It's just like real problems that like people face in this world outside yeah. of the game. So them bringing it into the sports world. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because that's where you're going to get the most eyes. Like that's where the people. I don't know. It's just an uncomfortable experience, and that's what a protest is supposed to be. And you know, it's supposed to be uncomfortable to make people think, "Why is this person doing this?" Or all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I get what people think. You know, people say about being this, but it's just like this is real life, man. And uh, you know, so be it. But I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So. Uh Talk a little bit about you in basketball. I mean, who was your big? Obviously, you said Dumars. Who's your big guys now? Besides, obviously, from LeBron. Definitely. Um, besides LeBron, um, man, I definitely I, I like the uh, I like the Greek freak. Yo, like I don't know. I think he's gonna be big time, man. Him and uh, you know Porzingis coming to his own. Yeah, the, the unicorn. That's he's good. He's scary, man. Like. The reason he's so scary because like it takes a couple for the Europe like the European like the the national players to like kind of develop that toughness. No, there's a reason there's only one Dirk. Like there yeah. really is a reason that Dirk is the best international because it's tough to get that kind of big ass three point shooter like guys right. like that. Porzingis, man, he I, he's scary yo. Like just to see like the shots he's making and just like his reactions after dunks, I'm just like yeah. yo. This dude is a problem. I'm glad he has New York. Yeah. Like, I'm glad he is now the Knicks. Right. Same. And, like, I was, I was listening to Jesus Amaro, and uh, that's not, you know, a podcast, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're big. They're from, they're from uh, the Bronx, which is inner city, New York, everything famous. And uh, yeah, they were just talking about Porzingis and, like, you know, how he, he seems like a real New York man. Like, you know, he's talking about, like, Oakley and John Starks and people like that. And, yeah. like, but he's better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were, like, skilled, but, like, Porzingis is, like, skilled well, he's and a He's a 7'3 Durant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's a 7'3 everything player. Yeah. He's, he's uh, I think he's going to be better than Dirk. Like, I, I just, you know, he, he's got to be right. Like, he just still, just these first couple things I've seen this year, I'm like, yo, this is going to be a problem. Ugh, it's scary to watch. I like Porzingis. I like Westbrook, of course. He's just yeah, yeah, that man. Very defensive. And I really, I really like the the, the 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 big three over in Oklahoma City, man. I think they're gonna give Golden State a little bit of a run. Yeah, I, I mean, think Golden State's going back, but I just think it's gonna be a little bit. The thing about the big three is that a lot of people didn't think about um, them actually being a real team, but honestly, look at what don't think I realized this was Rudy's big. Oh man, nah, you good? Think about it while I talk about this because I want to. Th- I want to say one thing is that. A lot of people didn't think that those two moves had any actual backing. Little did they know, before Paul George broke his leg for Team USA, I thought he was going to be the best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook was probably the most pound-for-pound best player in the NBA. And um, Melo can still put up 25 a night. Yeah. So you look at that team, and you look at the team that was around Westbrook last year when they still got the sixth seed in the West, it's insane to think that they added um, Paul George, who literally – would have gone to four straight NBA finals if it not been for that heat team. Like really that that 
I think the Pacers team should have won two of those four of those. And that was, the, that was the probably, I mean, I'm a Lakers guy, so Lakers Celtics is always great. But waiting for the Heat Pacers in the conference final every year is so exciting for this career. So I, I love this OKC team. I think they're going to go far. I love Steven Adams, dude out of Pitt. He's a good big man. I think he's going to be fine. Steven Adams, he's from Pitt. Yeah, and, and New Zealand guy went to Pitt for a That's year. Um, we talk, we talk about this whole thing. Steven Adams kind of looks like yeah. the dude from Game of Thrones. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Dracula looking. You know, yeah. the reason I think, honestly, is a lot of the big reason for me that a lot of players go, like, he went to Pitt is probably, I mean, not not going to be, might not have known what D1 basketball was, and Pitt was like, hey, like, come <laughs> over here, yeah, come over here, man. So he uh, left. Uh, who, was the, who was the last Pitt player? Who was Juan Blair, the big Juan Blair went to the, he was at the Mavericks in Dallas for a little bit, too, right? Spurs. Um, yeah, yeah. Or the, yeah. Um, you know. Was he the last big player we had? Cause he was the last person we drafted. Who, I mean, was there another big break? Uh, the draft was Juan Blair and Sam Young. From that Sam Young, yeah. Oh, what about um, Le- uh, Patterson? No, he went undrafted. Well, he still, I think he had a better career than. He's with Atlanta, so yeah. I mean, he had a good career in uh, Toronto, too, right? Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. that. I, so, anyways, but that's the only guys I know. Um, so, yeah, uh, what do you, who do you think, I mean, you think it's going to be another Warriors um, yeah, like Cavs? I, or? I do. I, the East is so awful. I, I, I think uh, it's definitely going to be. Who's going to the Super Bowl this year? We, here, here's what I'm gonna say, man. Like, I'm no, it's it's really it's biased, but it's not. I have never seen a Steelers team have the freedom to celebrate the way they've been celebrating. Yeah, like, this is awesome. That's like, I mean, it might be, that's making me think like they're feeling it. Like, they're I've never seen our a celebration. Like hide and seek and like do crazy shit like that. Yeah. Granted, where it's not like anything vulgar, it's just them being having fun. And I've never seen that from a Steelers team. You know, it's but, fun uh, to watch, man. It is, man. Juju, and like Juju's got some. Yo, Juju, and I think Juju's gonna be a superstar. Like he's really becoming on like national radar. Yeah. You know? So it's just like got him and Antonio. Oh my god. So I mean, uh, is there anything you want to finish on? Really, we're getting down to it. I don't want to keep you any longer. Is there anything you're, you've thought of the whole time, or you've been holding back, or you know, go ahead. Now's your chance. What's your chance? Is final thought? Nothing. I'm, I'm just. I'm really happy you did this, man. I'm really. I'm really happy about this podcast. Like, you know, I, I'm a big fan of podcasts. Like, I'm a big fan of this. Like, like I said, sports podcast, and I just love listening to people like talk. I don't know why. It's just entertaining to me. I mean, of course, something I, I like. Well, you, do you do it when you're shooting? Is that your big thing? Or do you just do it when you're walking, or do it like when do you listen to podcasts? Oh, when I when I'm at home, like when I wake up, Sydney hates it because I put it on. My, <laughs> yeah, we drink coffee, and Sydney doesn't like a lot of noise, but like I like background noise, and but I love podcasts. I listen to them in the morning, right before I go to smoke and stuff. Uh, yeah, but um, no, I'm just happy you did this podcast. That's what I want to say. Um, my final movie quote, though. Sure. Like oh yeah, movie. I forgot. Um, was supposed to have stinky feet. Oh, I know that. Oh my god. You know it? Oh. I can't wait till you think of it. Um. Can I? I, I can't even give you clues. No, nah, you can go ahead and say it. It's a water. 
If I may. You're killing me, Smalls! That's a good one. I know. Um. You're killing me, Smalls. Fuck, what's the face? I know it! The fucking Sandlot. Yay! Ah! <laughs> yes, the Sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. Yep. The Sandlot. I was going so many places. I was going to fucking, um. Leave their own was a good guess, first off. I what's remember. the dude who, um. The rookie? The rookie. He has like the. Yeah, is yeah. that the one with the yeah? Okay, he was like for the Cubs and yeah. rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Rookie was like Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid or yeah, Kevin yeah, Costner yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Chance, yo, I appreciate you coming on, brother. Um, you know, I, I appreciate talking to you. Uh, like I said before, you know, it's great to have people like you actually support this and be a part of this. Um, because athletics, I think, plays a big part in in your post life, not even just playing, like with the mentality. Yeah, like you know, of course, I got into sports for something to do, but like. Yeah, it's just something. It, it definitely in, like puts a lot of things into the game you play. Yeah, so yeah, you know, whatever motivates me to do it. I uh, I appreciate it. Um, I'll let you know when this drops. Thank you. Because of the Facebook injustice. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Is there anyone you want to shout out to or anything you want to say real quick? Um, Don't feel the need to because I'm pissing. So. No, just shout out my Instagram at yes, Pittsburgh you have Twitter, like anything you want to give yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, keep PGH dope. And, yeah, that's it. Cool. At keep us for dope. Keep PGH dope. Oh, and uh, at creative strength as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to at creative strength. Yeah. Um, and if you think of anything else, I'll tag it underneath. But Chance, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, man. All right, great. We're out. So that was the interview. Uh, with Chance from Keep Pittsburgh Dope. Shout out to at Keep Pittsburgh Dope on Instagram at um, Keep PGH Dope on Twitter. Um, Chance, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it was a blessing. What'd you think of it, Greg? Greg was behind the ones and twos the whole time, so shout out to him. Thank you for holding that down, Greg. But what were your thoughts? I, I gotta say that that was entertaining, like so much. I wasn't expecting Chance. I mean, I was expecting Chance to have, you know, some good, some good talking points for you. But what I really liked is the in-depth stuff, like about. Um, him leaving Penn State, about him um, finding kind of the fact that he was the only one in his family doing sports, about the fact that he didn't even do photography first, he did a blog first. Right. I think a lot of that will resonate with um, anybody that wants this kind of lifestyle. No, absolutely. I, I can't agree more. And this Chance is definitely the prime example of someone that you can say that if you kind of figure out what your passion is, and then you can eventually kind of turn that into what you want to do for the rest of your life, then if you get this chance, you got to go for it. And and chance is definitely someone that you can look up to with regards to that. Yep. Yep. All right, Greg. I am done talking. Um, do you have anything else to say? Ooh, um, that was great. Thank you, Greg. Uh, <laughs> no, really, what do you have to say? Go ahead. You're Sorry. a dickhead right there. Uh, first off, I just kind of want to say uh, – first recording of this podcast i'd say and uh i look forward to many more to come and can't wait to see what the future holds for us and you're fired 
All right. Thank you guys for listening. We are uh, just can't win. I gotta go drink those two beers. All I right. Know. We are out.